Today I want to do the subjects called divine incentives. Divine incentives. Everywhere you go almost today, they have a reward system. Uh, fact is, it is through rewards and awards that they entice you and, you know, get you to join, you know what I mean, whether it be a card that they're sending you or a program that they want you to uh, connect with. Um, and uh, uh, it, is, it is what is known as the law of rewards. The only thing of it is that man didn't come up with that idea. God did. God came up with the idea of the law of rewards. And so divine incentives. This morning that inspire kingdom living. A benefit package. Compensation. Rewards for heavenly service, incentives for work not to determine our eternal destiny or our salvation, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. But once you're saved, God's got a great program. And you have a select amount of time to uh, utilize that time for what is going to be eternal. And so it's incentives to determine the degree of rewards that will be granted to you as an individual in the program of God, which is not only... Uh, distributed when you get to heaven, but there are many incentives that he gives to us even in the journey. Okay? See, God believes in recognition, rewards, and he's got a plan in place to reward us. God used incentives in the garden. Satan used incentives in the garden. So incentives is not foreign, nor is it wrong. It is to inspire, to help us make good and right decisions. And it is the recognition of he who is everything, you know, uh, an acknowledgement that his eye is very keen and clear. So I'm going to have some scriptures here to just as a kind of a collage, so to speak. Uh, you know, they, 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 they cover many dimensions of what we're going to, you know, frame today. But divine incentives. How many like them in your in your world? Yes. Mm-hmm. How many become become inspired by incentives <laughs> that you actually reach for those incentives? Yeah, absolutely. Do you not know that those who run in a race run all, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. No, they do it to do, obtain at a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Hallelujah. So, let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. 
And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. A foundation, of course, being Christ. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation, with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or straw. In other words, you have now faith in Jesus Christ. That is your foundation. But now you are not only a building, you are a builder. And the material that's at your disposal, you know what I mean, it varies. You get a choice. Okay? Each one work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through the fire. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star differs from one another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The rest is about the body. We all, you know what I mean, will get a similar body like his. But you will notice that passage of Scripture says, you know what I mean, just as the stars differ in their glory, in their brilliance, in their shining, so also will it be in the resurrection. Who is it that's getting resurrected? The believers. The believers. So there is a, there's a difference. And yet we have the option to, you know what I mean, to go ahead and see too which difference we will make. Amen? Absolutely. Yes. You know, to motivate us to make the most of life, rewards, incentives, it's not a drug to make life bearable. No. It's to inspire. You know, and so that we realize that, you know, what we do on earth really matters in heaven. It matters in heaven. So while there are the blessings that are ours, because we are joint heirs with Christ. Those are written, they're guaranteed, okay? But there are also rewards for our labor in serving Christ and becoming Christ-like. We need to be driven by eternity. Yes. Eternity. We need to, according to the Apostle Paul, be uh, driven that the gold, the silver, and stone, that what we are doing is of great significance and it's important. That it's precious and it's the best and not just nonchalant. You know what I mean? Without having longevity thought given to it. So I believe that God is calling us all 
and maybe an emphasis this morning on eternal significance. But as I start out this morning, let me make this statement. There are no weak tools in the hand of God and no small callings in his perfect plan. None. All are mighty in his hand. All is significant in his plan. It's important because in the parable of the talents, the perspective made a great difference in the decisions and the way of investment that influenced his life, his living, and his re. Reward. You remember the story of Moses and the rod. Small, insignificant, but in God's hand, mighty and significant. You remember the story of the widow. Just a jar of oil and some meal. But yet, what it did for the future... Samson with the jawbone of a donkey, David and his sling. Over and over, those things that seem to be weak and insufficient, you know, become mighty in the hand of God. So there are no small tools nor insignificant plans when in God's hand. So you and I can be encouraged this morning about that very, the very fact. Yes. There is a passage of scriptures that you're familiar with this morning. It's found in Psalms 103, verses 1 through 6 that we love. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. And the word forget there means to have a fresh reminder. It means to hold it mentally fresh. It is not like your birthday, wherein you remember it once a year. He is saying you need to have a freshness regularly. Of all the benefits, you know, that you and I have in the Lord Jesus Christ because we are prone to forget. And when we forget, we neglect. And when we neglect, we often then miss. And so the Lord reminds us. Praise his holy name. And he goes on to talk about the things that are rewards that are benefits to us of the forgiveness and healing and redemption and satisfaction and how he restores us. If you want to, for your own study, look at some benefit package. They are found in Psalms 91 and Psalms 121 and many others in the scripture. But for those, we will, you know, direct your attention Because in God, we have not only life insurance, we have life assurance. And that's where the incentives of God come in as for to stimulate service and obedience. It was in Deuteronomy 28 to God's people under the old covenant that he sets before them the incentive for obedience and, of course, the disincentive for disobedience. It is what we might refer to as a layaway program. It's appointed for a certain time. When God will go ahead and let you draw upon or make a decision in relationship to your investing 
for the purpose of reward or awards. Holding something in heaven for you. First Peter says that there is an inheritance that incorruptible, undefiled, it's reserved in heaven for you. The incentive program that the Lord gives to us in our dedication and sacrifice, according to himself, when he addressed his disciples, that there is that measure in magnitude that is afforded us here on earth. In the interim, before the inheritance that's reserved for us in heaven, because the disciples are curious in Matthew, or excuse me, Mark chapter 10, you know, is there any benefit? Is there any reward for sacrifice? Is there any reward and benefit and incentive for someone who gets sold out to Jesus? Sold out to Jesus, you know what I mean, and his life is, is not that everyone has to leave their houses, homes, and lands, etc., but that you do what the Lord has called you to do. You fulfill the mission that he's given you to fulfill. And so they asked the question, and Jesus said this, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers, sisters, father or mother, wife or children or lands, for my sake and the gospel, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in, where? This time. And he goes on and says, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, lands. And then he says, there is a challenge with it. Because the gospel in the kingdom often comes with opposition. What would you want to do that for? It don't make any sense. And so he says, in this time and in the age to come, eternal life. So God, the good news is that God does not call us to separation and service without giving us much in return. Yes, the blessing, he said, will far outweigh the sacrifice. Praise his holy name. That's right. You see... We are called upon in life to make choices. Sometimes those choices have to do with making choices between even relationships. But when we make them, he said there is significant reward that is yours. So let me encourage you this morning. It is not misguided. It is not selfish. It is not fleshly to anticipate blessings for the service of the Lord, for the sacrifice that you give. Because God gives you incentives to keep you in the fight. He wants to keep you in the fight. What is the one word that the scripture says that is going to be the first acclaim that he will give? Well done, thou good and faithful. 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 It's a premium. It's, the, it's that word, you know what I mean, that, that he recognizes. You know, it's that service that he acknowledges. You've been 
faithful. Fact is, it was the master that said, if you're faithful in little, you'll be made ruler over much. So there's much that's coming. Just be faithful in the little. That which seems to be insignificant. But yet, there are no small tools in God's hands. There are no insignificant work in his plans. Hallelujah. A reward for service. Yes, a reward for service. I can just walk through my notes here. You know, the Bible lays out the principles and the precepts, the guidelines for spiritual life and for economic life. It does. In both of those, proper motivation is important. That which lays behind the good deeds that we do. That they are done not so that somehow we get praise, but that God gets glory. God says, if I'll take care of the praise if you'll go ahead and take care of my glory. Did you know that? You are taking care of the glory of God. Jesus said that the glory that the Father has given me, I have given them. Man. So, there is a glory, and we, we looked at the scripture in First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, that the, they will, in the resurrection, they will be like the stars of different glory. We know that love is absolutely premium and foremost. As we looked in our past study about how that love gives everything value. Love also keeps duty from being uh, legalism. Love does. Because duty can become legalism. But love tempers it so that it is not legalism. It is charity. Praise his holy name. Amen? Amen. 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 The blessing. They're, they're like chocolates. Incentives. Chocolates in the form of God's love and, you know, inspiration to you. What's going to happen? Why, why should I do this? Because there is a reward for doing it. Amen. Yes. In this program of God, it says that there is a promise that things that you have had but lost will be restored. Divine incentive. Joel said, I will restore to you the years that the enemy, he uses various creatures that had destroyed the crops. But when life is unfair, when you have setbacks, when you have wronged, been wronged, 
When you're persecuted and you still rejoice. God says, I have a reward system that will guarantee that it will be restored to you. Remember when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and they had spent 430 years there. They were not slaves when they first went in, but it wasn't long as they grew that all of a sudden they were afraid of them, so they became slaves. So the exact amount of payment time that God is rendering to them when he delivers them, I don't know. But the gist of it is, is that they had worked and served and hadn't gotten paid. And so at the end of 430 years, God says, it's now time for the reward. And so when you read that story, you see the caravan, <laughs> you know, of gold and silver and clothes and everything. What is that? God says, I'm making up the difference. Your years, your sacrifice, your giving, your investment, the time now has come for the reward of it. And so they leave, having had basically nothing but slavery for that length of time with their hands full. God restores. God restores. Amen. God restores. There's some arenas that uh, I'd like to draw your attention to about this compensation program that God has. First of all, in John chapter 10, it's called green pastures in abundant life. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Pasture. You'll find provision. You follow Christ. You'll find provision. Things that you don't see, but they are still there. I like what Psalms 31 says. How great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. Let me know that that's here. That's here. Amazing goodness. Things prepared. Then he says, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. Well, there is a relationship that, you know, is yours in this, you know, God incentive program. Secret place of your presence. Plots of men and the strife of tongues. They may be everywhere, but not around you. I like that. Yes. Yes. I started out by saying that there's no small tools and no insignificant plans. In the parable of the talents, you remember the story about the five, the two, and the one. And the one did not invest. He did not go ahead and recognize the potential, the value, the incentives that could have been his, the results that could have been his if he would have just went ahead and, you know, had a different perspective. 
See, God wants you and I to be an investor in his kingdom, no matter how much or how little that we have. Absolutely. He doesn't require you of the five, the two, if you only have one. But if you have five, and you need to take full advantage of the potential of that five. Hallelujah. One of the greatest things that opens the door is obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better than sacrifice. It needs to accompany sacrifice. Yes. Praise the Lord. So you can actually have credit in heaven. Actually have credit in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, do not lay up treasures on earth, but treasures where? In heaven. Praise God. It's an investment that he said that no misfortune on earth can ruin. No misfortune on earth can ruin your investment in heaven. That's what he said. He said, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. In other words, there seems to be a time frame often between the service and the reward. And that's where we faint. But he encourages us not to get discouraged. Yeah. Don't let it get to you. The time between. Because there's someone who is in charge of the incentive program. Thank you, Lord. So if this morning, whether you have a year in or a hundred years, if it hasn't come, it will come. Thank you, Lord. It says in Colossians, whatever you do, do heartily. In other words, with all your heart, enthusiastically, as to the Lord. I'll forget to praise you, but God won't forget to reward you. I may miss what you have done, but God has got it well recorded. Do it as unto the Lord, and you will of the Lord then receive what is what is due you. And I better read this one too, verse 25, because it's not just for good. It's if you don't, if you do bad. But he who does wrong will be repaid. <laughs> it's just in there. You don't have to worry about that, but there's some people that need to worry about that, okay? <laughs> Because there's no partiality. 
Yes. Let me give you some arenas that can work on your behalf. Right behavior and holy living. It's an incentive for that. According to Psalms 15, that there's intimacy that becomes your reward and spiritual strength and stability. Psalms 15, 1 through 6. It also guarantees that God will use you. According to the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 2, he said, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, wood and clay, and some honor and some dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, those things that are dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful for the master, prepared for every good work. You become God's China. Or you become whatever it is that he needs. Because you have went ahead and prepared yourself. Lifestyle. Because it's his house. His is a great house. The problem is, is he says that everybody in the house is not doing honorable things. Again, not you, but take it to somebody. (laughs) Hallelujah. This economic incentives, I don't want to spend too much here because I did that already about giving, but economic incentives. Given, it shall be given. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He was dispersed abroad, as given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Boy, I tell you, church, that's, a, that's an amazing one right there. What isn't it? Isn't that an amazing thing that, that God, God, when uh, He's getting ready to judge uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and He comes along and says, "You know, I just got to tell Abraham why, because he'll do what's right." Because oh. I'm going to let you in on what I'm doing in the future, because. I guess there is a right and wrong, isn't there? Yes. Hello, surprise, culture. There is a right and wrong. Did you know that there's an incentive for standing strong in opposition? Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. You take it on the chin. an incentive for doing small things according to Matthew chapter 10 if you just give a cup of water you won't lose your reward you secure it you solidify it just by those small things 
I love what Paul said in 1 Corinthians, and last my musicians to come this morning. Beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Pastor, I haven't seen too much fruit. It can become a little bit discouraging. But he says, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. All the work you're putting in, it's not in vain. Sometimes you have to look forward to the reward to keep going in the present. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, all these great men of faith, they look forward to the reward. It's coming. It's coming. Let me wrap up this morning because... I think you understand it and can grasp with the incentive. Ten things that Christ promises to reward. Number one, and not necessarily in this order, but prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. He said, when you pray in your room and you go into your closet and shut the door, you pray in secret, your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Yes. When you fast, anoint your head, wash it. Don't appear to be fasting And your father who is in secret place sees and he will reward you openly. Compassion for the vulnerable. He said, in that day I will say when I was hungry you fed me when I was thirsty you gave me drink and when I was naked you clothed me and he said well when did we do that when you've done it to the least of these my little ones you've done it unto me no Nobody noticed what you were doing during the day. But he did. Nobody noticed the hug that you gave. But he did. Because he said it's like you're doing it to him. Hallelujah. As we get the right perspective, you know what I mean? It'll inspire us. Because most of the time we will do things more enthusiastically for great people than we will for little people. But it's through doing things for little people that we are touching the greatest. Absolutely. How about 
sometimes you have to bear insults. Sometimes you get excluded because you're a Christian. You'll spoil their party. He said, great is your reward in heaven. If you love your enemies, he says, your reward will be great. If you show hospitality that cannot be repaid back, you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. There is reward for enduring in ministry through pressure. Man, yes. For our light affliction is but for the moment is working for you a far more exceeding and eternal weight in glory. What kind of star shine do you want to be? How much glory do you want you as a star to reflect when everything is wrapped up and everything is set in place? Quality work for your employee or employer. Yeah. Whatever you do heartily to the Lord as to, as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord you'll receive the reward of inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Faithfulness in trial and faithfulness even to the truth. As we stand this morning... There's a passage of scripture, I think it was that last one, Andy, in 1 John. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, you may have confidence and not be ashamed at his Amen. There's no reason for any long faces this morning. Only if you're not doing anything. And if you haven't been doing anything, today's a good day to start. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, some will not have a smile in the first moments of that hour and that time. In others, will be like the Apostle Paul. He's not arrogant. No. He said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the righteous Lord shall give to me on that day, and not to me only, but to all them that love his appearing. So I'm not ashamed to stand before him, because I've went ahead and I've done and I've finished and I've kept exactly what he has told me to do. Praise the Lord. Amen. He's not asking you this morning to do what the guy with five does, but he's given you one. He's expecting you to do something with your one to give him glory. Give the Lord a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Absolutely. The Apostle Paul in that passage of Scripture, he says, this thing is not just for me. It's for everyone. Everyone who love his appearing. He's looking for the incentive that God has promised them when they cross over the finish line. They can say, here I am, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. All right? <laughs> Amen. 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 I don't know how it'll 
will be, only he does. But he does say this. He says that in that day, many who are first shall be last. Many that seem to be last, they shall be first. okay it's okay he that is greatest among you let him be your servant and let him be your servant in humility how so pastor that's when he brought the little child and set him on his knee humility Humility in serving, and great is your reward. Father, today, thank you for the divine incentives that you have promised those who, in faithfulness and in humility, God, you're going to reward them. So I thank you today, Lord, for an encouragement, an inspiration in our motivation, God, that the kingdom, the king, in his work is well worth it. In Jesus' name. And all the people said, amen, amen, glory to God. Go with God, he'll go with you this morning. Praise the name of the Lord.